Hey everybody, it's Thursday night, it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. Ah oh, man, Hot Stuff wasted all of his A material on the pre-roll, uh-huh. unfortunately. So it's never going to get any funnier than that. How you guys been? Pretty good. Yeah. Alright. Have you worked on KOL lately? KOL, the Kingdom of Loathing? I was working on it today. Yeah, you were. Mm. Fixed some fix some bugs. Gotta get it. Yeah, Dealt with some, some player too. stuff. Gotta get the next Tuesday update in the hopper. It's true. Um, I'm about to disappear into a West of Loathing rabbit hole. Or I guess it's like a jack rabbit hole. <laughs> Jackalope. Uh, a jack hole. Yeah. yeah. Man, if they had to, if they had to dig little burrows big enough for those antlers, oh, that'd be rough. Antlers? Maybe it's just like it, there was a slot running sideways through the through the hole so it looks like it's it'd be like the jackrabbit version of uh was it the the secret of amagara fault or whatever this burrow was dug for me i have no idea what you're talking about yeah no idea you lost you lost me i'm sorry some some of the people listening will know what i'm talking what's is that an anime it's a manga it's the one it's the one where there's like a there's a a landslide at a local mountain revealing all these human-shaped holes in the walls like silhouettes of people mm-hmm. just going straight into this cliff face and people start gathering uh at it wondering what's going on and then people start getting this psychosis that they'll find a a hole that is kind of shaped like them and become more and more obsessed with getting into it and and other people are trying to stop them and i don't know it's this weird Psycho, I mean, it could be shaped of... like them or anyone bigger than them, right? It's not well, but well, if it's, no, but if it's, it's got their it's, particular it, yeah, it's a little shape, shape of their sil- silhouette, not just how. But you wouldn't be able to like travel in one of those holes because you wouldn't really be able to move. In yeah, it. They, if it was exactly limbs. your size. They the kind of they would... kind of explain it a little bit because uh, it's like it faces downwards slightly and it's kind of slippery, so you kind of you you kind slide of slide in. in it. Yeah, but you can't you can't go back and uh and it's nobody did it, anybody like try a tie a rope to themselves I don't, and i don't i don't remember that detail or not in this totally realistic scenario and, and and yeah and air pressure isn't a problem because there's there's a reveal at the end that it's open at the other side but i don't want to give anything away okay so your friend jack is stuck on a horse and he wants to marry his girlfriend, but he doesn't have enough money to afford a wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would oh. you help? Will you help Jackalope? <laughs> um, will you help Jackalope and Jack off the horse? <laughs> um, mm, man, that's honestly one of my favorite jokes. That your friend Jack is stuck on a horse. Will you help Jack off the horse? <laughs> It's a pretty good. It's just a single line. There's oh, not no God. setup needed. I read the I read this Bible joke in this book that I was reading today. So I was talking to uh, the I was Lord to uh, Alexis uh, Fallen London Alexis about uh, Tim Powers, and he also recommended this like co-conspirator of his, James Blaylock, who writes similar stuff. And he said the writing is not as strong, but it's funnier. And this character is just talking about some passage in the Bible, and he's making a joke about how stretchy uh, internal organs are because of a passage in the Bible where Moses ties his ass to a tree and then walks (laughs) half a mile. (laughs) Like, had never, like, it had been so long since I had encountered, so I was, like, reading at lunch at a restaurant just off my phone, and I laughed out loud at a joke from this book. Anyway. That was pretty funny. I've never actually heard that passage from the Bible, so I don't know if it's real. Uh, anyway, we rolled out some content that Riff wrote. Mm-hmm. It was good, too. I liked it. Thank you. I got to play through it in testing. I spent a lot of time on those weird riddles. I didn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh, let's see, the pasta mancer one is to the tune of... Uh, on top of spaghetti and the uh okay the disco bandit what? one is staying alive which is fairly obvious okay what was the uh what was the seal clubber one seal clubber one is in traditional old norse viking scald style what does that mean it's 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 uh like two part lines with if i i don't have it open so i can't 
look at what it looked like. I think it was it was four lines, right? I think it's four four two part four lines, lines divided in two, divided yeah. into twos, and it's a it's a a particular rhythm, but it's not a precise rhythm. It's like two beats, but you can have you can have a varying number number of unstressed bits between those beats and it's more concerned with alliteration than with rhyme okay and that was that was just how the vikings did their poetry um what else was there the sorcerer one was the last one and i just kind of wrote a random poem uh, uh oh the uh the accordion thief is the uh it's to the tune of the first verse of uh roll out the barrel Okay. Which is also weirdly after I wrote it and thought it about it again that's also the tune of O Clementine which is kind of weird. Huh. My uh, my darling Clementine? Yeah. Huh. I thought they don't sound alike in my head, but I don't know what the verses sound like of Roll Out the Barrel. No, I yeah. know what Clementine sounds like. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but I can't I don't know the I don't know anything about the barrel one, so um, anyway. uh, maybe maybe the YouTube video I I pulled up that was someone playing "Roll Out the Barrel." Maybe they had a weird remix version. <laughs> well, that's the one that was "Roll Out the Barrel, Roll Out the Barrel, Roll Out the Barrel, Roll Out the Bung." <laughs> that's how it, it's that one, right? And it's a barrel of Valkyries. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's where they more fun them. than a barrel of Valkyries. <laughs> Oh man, just sweeping away all those monkey combatant souls to. <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, do you guys want to do some questions from our loyal listeners? Sure. And players? Sure. Um, Sular the Second says, Loving the puck, man. Did you guys consider making any equipment craftable out of yellow pixels? Not necessarily anything particularly useful, just some minor stuff. I think there's a really interesting possibility space in having gear that a familiar lets you create. Sort of like a mini and obviously nowhere near as strong Smith's Tome. Yeah, I will probably, I, I am tempted to do a minor restructuring of the way that that stuff works, um, that I think I can do without anyone feeling like it has been weakened, uh, because there is a kind of complaint among the, the like, optimizer set, and it is not, the forum reaction to the complaining, I think, is a little misguided, because it was like, ah, it stopped you know, stop saying this has to be optimal in order to be fun. I think and the complaint that I actually believe is real is that using it optimally just makes it less fun. Like, right. it's a thing that is either fun or optimal as opposed to fun and optimal. There, and was, they, there was a lot of complaining that it just wasn't fun at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot... Of, I've seen enough positive sentiment about it. And, like, the yellow pixel stuff like i think if there was more stuff you could make out of the yellow pixels that would seem more like the grill was so successful right as a as just like it was cool and it did these like kind of quality of life things and it also did some important things and it was easy to use and you could use it optimally and get the fun stuff out of it and this like making the pills craftable out of the things that also all the fun stuff is craftable out of mm. means that if you're playing optimally you're not really participating in the thing that is interesting about it the thing that differentiates it from just a potato right um but because the pills are so powerful the power pills that's it's right there in the name <laughs> like we were all sort of agreed that even like making it a fairy or a volleyball would be way overpowered so like it had to be kind of an innocuous, harmless, familiar type for its base function, because its base function was not at all what it was about. And so, hmm. you know, and I think that, like, having it attack or whatever wouldn't change people's feeling that its base function was without value. Like, unless it did something else that was, like, really meaningful in gameplay terms. Hmm that complaint would still be there, which means I, I don't think that's a complaint we can learn anything from. Um, it, like, I have to admit that personally it feels a little under-inspired, but I think I can just add a little flavor to it. Anyway, the, the proposed change was that it drops the pixels as normal and also just drops, like, three power pills a day. 
Would right. you then still be able to craft? No, because I think that just makes pills? it way more powerful, and this problem remains the same. I think that instead so remove, of the power pills, being <clears throat> you remove crafted, the power pill recipe. Yeah, get rid of that recipe. Or it's, I mean, it's not a recipe, right? It's just a purchase. for sale yeah. item, yeah. And make the power pills a thing that falls out of it every, you know, maybe twice as many turns as the thing takes to drop. Um, that's weird. They were saying that they didn't expect people to get more than three or four power pills a day if that's all they were going for, which struck me as low. Well... I mean, when you say all the regret, like, I think that includes a bunch of other utility, like using a bunch of other familiars optimally, right? So, like, oh, yeah, okay. Like the time that because you only pull it out when you can afford to not have an items, yeah, or when, when items aren't going to be more of a turn count reduction. Yeah, okay. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense, actually. And, you know, it's better, I think, than like making the pills cheaper. Or whatever. Just like, okay, just everyone just gets three of these a day in addition to what you're doing. And it's not like three instead of ten, which is sort of what I expected right. people were getting. But if that's not the way that optimizers are actually playing, then it's not taking anything away from them. You could put the recipe back in, or the recipe, you could put the the that thing back in the store in Aftercore or something. Okay, potentially. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it prevents optimizers from feeling like that's the only thing they can go for in a run right and then they can stock up on them if they want to ever pull them as use or, them as poles or something you know it could also just give you <clears throat> it could give you a power pill every 25 turns up to three plus however many days have elapsed in your run mm-hmm. right and i think it would be better if it wasn't every 25 turns though like if it was faster than that yeah just like it could be on the same schedule as like a spleen familiar or something. I mean, it could be every 10 turns and limited by the number of yeah. days in your run. Like, because then that basically is like, what, 10% free turns in that? Like, if we don't cap it at all. Well, we'll just clearly cap it. So cap it at 10 or something. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But. It's, I don't know. I This, you know, it reuses the lightning strike mechanic from heavy rains which i just feel so so much better about than free runaways sure that like this is just what i want to replace that mechanic um yeah i mean at least in a in a competitive available context. to competitive ascenders yeah capacity yeah anyway uh Cavsy says First off, congrats. You pronounced my name correctly, which confuses people as they thought it should be pronounced more differently. Secondly, have you ever thought of giving the Bounty Hunter Hunter something similar to what the Game Informed Dungeon is to the Daily Dungeon? Uh, third, you should wear more hats, all of you. Well, Riff couldn't possibly wear more hats. <laughs> this guy who wears a hat. I, I, I you could wear, wear a hat. hat on top of your hat. Yeah, I could be like that that peddler in the children's book. and then But then I have to worry about monkeys. Okay. <laughs> or you could be like Bartholomew Cubbins. You could just be wearing an infinite stack of hats hidden underneath your hat. Oh. Hmm. What about the guy that wore hats while carrying cats? To say knives. To say knives. Yeah. Huh. As I was walking to St. Pat's, I met a man with 30 cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um. Oh, the second thing. Uh, I'm... What does that mean? Oh, you mean like like a Mr. Store item... That was a daily content vector that would let you get lucre. Oh, right. Huh. Because, it, like, I feel like when somebody says what the game informed dungeon is to the daily dungeon, they're not talking about, like, oh, it's a fun thing for you to go do where you have a discrete goal. They're saying a thing where you get a loot token or like a larger huh. and more elaborate thing that gives you the same reward as the basic thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a thing that I want to do. There's a, a sort of a content heavy thing. Man, we're going to. We should probably do a charter for July. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because okay. otherwise it's not going to be summer anymore. August is summer. Yeah. Is it? It is. Okay. Well, it depends. I, man, June is. June has barely started and it's already like so chewed up. So what happens when you let dogs chew on your months. We're like actually sort of taking a vacation which is a we'll thing be working does not ever happen but we won't be like working working although i guess there's a fucking item of the month that comes out in the middle of that and there's a 
deadline that happens in the middle of it. Like, yeah, but that's not for me. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I didn't say you're taking a vacation. You're just. <laughs> I'm attending your vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and uh, your girlfriend and my mom yep. are attending my vacation. What are you guys yeah. doing? Uh, we're just going to San Diego. Like, we because we had been. We, like. I don't miss going to Comic-Con mm. at all, but I miss a lot of the just sort of ancillary fucking around that we did before right. then. So we just sort of got a place like like we did down there. We're going to go to all of our favorite restaurants. Cool. You're, you're, you're Cafe Chloe. You're the neighborhood. You're the gas lamp strip club. <sighs> so much of what Scam I want to do when I travel. your own steak restaurant. No, it's so good. It is good. <laughs> they allow you to cook your own steak uh-huh. and then they give you the best sides. <laughs> Hunger. <laughs> yeah. The so much of what I want to do when I travel anymore is go to places and have good food and drink. Yeah, and I don't I don't necessarily even care about sights anymore. I just want to eat and drink my way through. Yeah, like yeah. the you world could just be blinded. Mm, I don't want to see the food. Uh, you could smell it. Sure. Are you one of those people who thinks it's important to be able to see things? <laughs> uh, what did you? Wait, if you didn't like the if you didn't like the strip club stake your own stake stake <laughs> yep. your own claim uh what did you what did you like down there riff should we should we go to any restaurants for you um, well i would say there was that place that had the the really amazing uh uh crab rangoons but that stopped being a place or whatever oh that tiki yeah restaurant? that's right that tiki place or maybe it was still there but they stopped serving they stopped having that particular thing I don't remember. That was the one where they had those trees with all of the shot glasses filled with individual servings of different desserts. I think so. That sounds familiar. Uh, it was like a little shot of cheesecake, a little shot of pudding, a little shot of bread pudding, a little shot of Yorkshire pudding. Bread. Do you remember the chocolate pudding? Do you remember the breakfast pudding. storm? <laughs> bread. Bread pudding. <laughs> remember what? The breakfast storm. Oh yeah, the Fruschtuks to him. Yeah, I still uh, should have done. I conceived of a whole world event, um, which was going to introduce the breakfast mechanic. Oh, interesting. Uh, right, there was like just a category of foods that you can only eat one of. Like we eventually did that, right? Like we did a food that was a breakfast item. Right. Um. Mega Maw says, is there anything you'd like to say to the guys that work on the forums on your ridiculous Ed piece puzzle? Also, you guys seem to forget about outfit candies a lot. Can you think of a mnemonic that would help with that? <laughs> yes. Uh, I must provide ensemble ingestibles. Ooh. Wow. wow. Uh, and yeah, no, I, I read this earlier and I, A, went in and actually implemented and plugged in the uh, Dinsey outfit candy, which I am really sorry to people who didn't, like who wasted a bunch of turns on the either failure to actually achieve anything or straight up error messages because we also hadn't marked it as a thing that was like just ignored in the can. Uh, sure. I just fucked up. I was supposed to do it, but I just fucked up. Uh, we don't forget them that often. I feel like, right? Like- no, because there's a thing, there is a, a readout, but I've, I've like trained myself to ignore it because there are like six totally unimplemented outfits right in there right now, because I've been slowly, I, I intended to get this done in January, so it's going great so far, but, uh, I've been making, uh, I've made the next three years where the standard gear rewards, uh, I think I've decided what they're all going to do now. And so they're oh. probably ready to be assigned to you for enchantments okay. at this point. Um, and for me to code up the crazy things that they do and then got to draw them and do all that stuff. But it's, it's going to, it's going to happen. It's not just because I didn't want it. I didn't want that to start being another just panicked thing that has to be done by new year's. Right. You know, um, anyway, on the Ed piece puzzle, somebody else wrote a question about this fairly recently, which I will also read and see what you think. Uh, sorry. I, I feel like, I feel like interest has waned considerably, which I can understand it. This they're, they're definitely at the part that is probably too hard for most people to even too hard for a think about it. Uh, okay. Sorry. I'm, we get these questions so much faster than we read them. And a lot of it is because, uh, I do things like this. 
<laughs> oh man, I'm really sorry. I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and there's all this dead air and stupid air and dumb air. You just need to turn the sound effects for the scroll bar back on. Yeah. Oh man, this is terrible. You could turn your you could turn your um you can get a iPad slide a whistle. Ther- I was going to say a theremin. Oh, okay. That'd so that one, while you're moving your finger, you're like, ooh. Anyway, I don't remember. So, basically, somebody was asking if any knowledge of Kingdom of Loathing was required to be able to solve the puzzle, or if someone's mom who had an interest in cryptography and Egyptian hieroglyphics would be able to solve it. There is a tiny bit of KOL knowledge that would help, but it's not going to be, it's not important in a way that you think it is. Yeah, would argue that the solution will be findable, but won't make any sense. Somebody's mom would be potentially more likely to solve it than a (laughs) non-mom. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. These are the worst kind of clues because they... They don't help. they don't help you at all solve yeah. it forward. They will only I, vaguely be interesting. I would backwards. really like to figure out a way to give a hint. Like yeah, I would like to narrow. I would like to be able to narrow the possibility into human calculable scope. Yeah, I mean that was never the original design of it because because right. it was like let's make a puzzle that will take longer than a month to solve. Yeah, well, I mean, we've succeeded. That's true. Because I think infinity is longer than a month. <laughs> Megusala Lucha says, put in a sleazy back alley sex change option for Puckman slash Miss Puckman. Players can change the familiar at will after it has been used without bothering Riff. Uh, well, it's hot stuff that they have to bother. And we, like, it's only for people who bought it like before it they became aware. We're not just going to change it for people arbitrarily. Forever, we, yeah. We don't want it to be arbitrarily changeable, which is why we don't want to put it in the alley. Like, and suggesting why doesn't the familiar have a monster level effect could be activated with a dialogue similar to the reanimator waka 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 isn't that sound annoying says I'm assuming that most of the KOL players are US citizens but is there a way to get a full list of countries represented preferably in a map chart form I'm assuming there's some automatic way to run a breakdown by country of the IPs accessing the server there's a growing suspicion that there's an impressive number of Dutch among us on this side of the pond uh Yeah, we've got Google Analytics. I could look. There's a lot of U.S., you know, and then some U.K., some Australian. I mean, those are the big three, right? It's, and then there's, there's like Canada. Singapore, it's a, probably it's Canada. Like 90% U.S., and then everything else is like Canada, U.K., Australia. Yeah. Um, there was a weird Croatian bubble in the very beginning because right. I think there was one like English language school in croatia that was like their equivalent of melton mowbray which was like the boarding school that got a ton of it's like one of the first little viral pockets mm. um, anyway dan bob says dear phil riff and collins can you feel it coming in the air tonight oh lord oh lord indeed i can feel it coming in your hair tonight. oh, <laughs> oh lord oh lord oh, good uh, Lady J says, I wonder if it would be possible to make another item similar to the Times Arrows soon. I adore being able to shoot a few turns at newbies and friends. There's just something so motivational in being gifted a few adventures. Yeah, is that out of standard? Oh, probably. Hell, I don't remember. I, like, my sense of time is just useless. Boo, as Bert says. Hey, guys, speaking of Phil Collins, what about a prog rock modifier? I wouldn't really call Phil Collins prog rock, would you? I, I don't even know what prog yeah, rock I, really I means. I tell you what that is. Could you, if you give me like four examples, then maybe I would know, but. I mean, I think like maybe The Who? Is it just rock with like a like liberal leaning message? I mean, I feel like it was, I feel like it was just sort of like weirder, more experimental 60s rock right so like but not i mean i guess genesis jethro tull i I guess maybe pre-phil collins genesis fit into that maybe huh yeah i don't know uh what would that modifier do bozbert 
Rabbit House says, The new Epic Weapon Quest was great. Thanks for the change. It seemed to make more sense than the casino make-it-yourself way. But is anything bad going to happen to the Hermit? A lot of his stock really isn't useful anymore as it was just as it was just there for that bit. Mm. Keep up the great work. I'm glad that you feel like it was just there for that bit because that means that we have successfully rendered the Hermit not that important for normal people. Um, we can put some new stuff in him. Uh, yeah, in, I mean, we could store. just see, like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, that was mostly just wanting to, he was sort of the first thing that wasn't the <coughs> demon market, now general store, the general store, knee demon market. Uh, it was an excuse to use the joke hermit permit <laughs> and, okay. uh, the three identical functioning items called trinket, knickknack, and Guga. Right. Which was uh, another thing that I thought was funny. Uh, he also sold both ketchup and catsup, mm-hmm. which I yeah. also thought was funny. Do you uh, think that your sense of humor has has progressed? Well, I think I've adapted it to things that were going to be a pain in the ass or confusing to players. Like, what you, what you doing? Just getting it so you can still see me while we're talking? Yeah. Okay. Just moving, moving the yeah. third mic. That's nice. The one that's getting all the the, room noise. Intimate friendship that you and I like to maintain. Uh, Yifmaster420 says, ah, so good. Uh, Hey, people whose names I forgot since only filthy casuals read in this game. Have you ever thought of creating a kind of hint mechanic similar to the fortune cookies? Like there'd be a guy on the wrong side of the tracks or something who would take special hint tokens that could be earned at set points or hidden somehow. If you ever played the Professor Layton games, you would have an idea of what I'm saying. (laughs) No, I do. Like uh, like random letters yeah, in the like, text. <laughs> you can click click on them and oh, a little man. coin pops yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Like every once in a while, there's just a lamp in the corner, <laughs> and you click it, and a coin pops out. Uh, mm. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, the problem is sort of the same as the problem with fortune cookies, which is like we don't know what the fuck you need to do. Like, <laughs> well, we also don't know where you're stuck. Yeah, or, the or idea like is what, that the what you quest log know. solves all of those the, problems. Yeah, the quest tracker should make it so you're never stuck. Sorry, um, except tracker. in some of the older, more obtuse. Well, the quest tracker and the quest log are, basic, are, are the same becoming thing. Becoming the same. Yeah, well, they really are. There's There might be a couple of things. I feel like, aren't there some optional quests that are still... Not tracked. Not yeah. tracked. Yeah. And I mean, there's stuff like the ones that are the hardest to... Probably the easiest to get stuck in, like the dwarf mind puzzle or whatever. But also those, like, that quest is just ruined if we tell you exactly what to do you know yeah so maybe the quest tracker could say this quest is ruined if we tell you what to do yeah figure out the weird mystery it is i mean it, this is super optional figure out the optional mystery yeah. yeah also when are we getting an anime love pillow familiar it's hard to make spreadsheets when i'm separated from her for too long uh, good. uh hugbert says do you think bosebert and hugbert would be friends probably any chance of an astral back item? It's the only slot that doesn't have one, and it's probably lonely and looking for a friend. Um, do you think Hugbert is lonely and looking for a friend? Do you <laughs> think we should set him up with Bosebert? <laughs> or some sort of astral back item? Mm. Astral m- mattress. Astral... Uh, Ass? Ooh. Astral shield harness. It's a, it's a thing that allows you to equip shields on your back. Yeah. But only for turtle turtles. Minus 100% to all stat gains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is because that slot didn't exist when we made the astral items. And also, it was hard enough to come up with in that many astral items because there's not that many things that people care about on gear. Um, hey guys, says Twirly Rotini. I got stung the other day by the fact that spelunking limits your stats instead of setting them. I, if you have less than 30 muscle, you still have less than 30 muscle in spelunky. Uh, something killed me because I was weaker than expected. I know it's been like this for a while, so it seems intentional, but was there a reason for this? Well, I just used the existing mechanic, which caps stats. Right, which was originally not gonna cap them at like... I forget what I made that for. I think it was the... Uh, the crackpot mystics psychoses. Oh, like I think those those things in there were meant to limit you to like stats of a hundred or something, and okay. that was just so that the fights could be kind of <clears throat> balanced, and so it wasn't like meant to be like a free boost to a hundred. Right, right. Um, 
but there's the it's like I could make 30. it work differently, right? It's not right. Like, isn't it? Aren't the stats set to thirty? Yeah. So doesn't that? I mean, that just I think that makes. I it, think it doesn't come up very often. Well, it's it's that, and it if you want to do stuff like right away in a run, then it makes it a challenge to be able to to deal with them. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I worry that in the Spelunky game, it just makes it like kind of impossible. Well, you just have to wait until your stats are higher. Well, right, but once you've started it and forgotten that, like that mm. feels unfun. If like okay. you just can't win any fights, you know. Yeah, I guess th- the challenge is not necessarily all that fun if you can't win anything because you probably just like barely do any damage. Uh, P.S. I platonically love you guys, and your voices are really soothing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I bet we could make them even more soothing if we tried. What do you think, Riff? I'm creeped out now. Why don't you try it? Maybe you'll be less creeped out if you get in this water with me, buddy. I'm running away now. <laughs> Bye! Running. You sound, a, you sound a little like salad fingers. Running isn't, <laughs> isn't relaxing. Bluebine says, may I ask you guys a question? <laughs> Uh, Red says, are you still planning on phasing out semi-rares as a speed ascension relevant mechanic? Well, I mean, that wasn't, that's not exactly what I was proposing. What I was proposing was making it so semi-rares and clovers are the same thing. Well, I guess, yes. <laughs> like, that would be it, right? Because <laughs> it would be like making what are currently semi-rares into clovers. Yeah, I know that a lot of people don't like that idea. And... Nobody really complains about that level of fiddliness, really. And it's just, you know, if you don't have to eat the fortune cookie, it's just one more fullness worth of a billion too many turns. Yep. Uh, the Nuge says, first, Phil Collins era Genesis or Peter Gabriel era Genesis? I've never really listened to any of the Peter Gabriel Genesis. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I've don't never listened to that. Genesis at all. It was weird because when, when I was a kid before I got into... Uh, electronic music i liked phil collins and i liked peter gabriel but i somehow just but, completely missed the fact that the two of them had ever been in a band together haven't they both also had like a thousand wives maybe i'm just thinking of peter gabriel I don't and know. maybe a five were they ever married to the same girl at the same time oh man are they eskimo brothers <laughs> what does that make you if uh, you're married to the same woman at the same time bigamists uh, that makes her a bigamist normal? She was yeah. She she would be a polyandrist. Well, that's not how. That's not how Mormons work. A even the joke <laughs> that you're making is not how Mormons work. But B, even in the joke world, welcome they, to the joke world. They Man, be, I really like sister your husbands. Get ready for this joke utterance in chat. Like I feel like you need to start prefacing everything that you say with that. Um, I googled statue tits, but it came up a bust. Yeah, uh, I, and then you tweeted I, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I worked on the the exact wording for a little while, and then tweeted it. It's good. It's that it is that dedication to your craft that makes you <laughs> such a valuable ally in our in our endeavors, Riff. Second, what prompted the decision to change the epic weapons, and is there a plan to make it so cross class skills, say empathy as a postomancer, will be able to be ten turns instead of five? No, you know, I don't, I don't think that that is important. Uh, and I know that it sucks that some efficiency has been taken away from you, but like that needs to happen sometimes. Like, you know, balance is not just keep piling stuff up on the side that makes everybody happy, right? It's balance. It's like a balance. That's why they call it balance. Um, it also makes no sense that this epic weapon, which has a name, is a thing that you yourself make out of a rock. Yeah. And it never has made that sense. That was always a little weird. Yeah. I, th- I think we tried to... <laughs> we we tried to play it off at some point is that you were you were making a thing that that was like a copy or, or that looked like the original one and somehow your copy was good enough that it was able to accept the magic of the original or something but i thought it was just funny that it's like you have to make your own weapon which is you know normally you're handed it by to you're handed something by a lady of a lake or Mm. pulled something out of a stone or something but instead you just had to make your own (laughs) i don't know that's that's got some charm to it yeah yeah i mean it just 
like those weapons were among the like first yeah. few dozen items, you those know, and just it then and then they got wrapped into a thing that ended up being really sprawling and like mm. this something like this is what the first step of this always should have been like, you know? And like I don't know the, the yeah, it was just it was just like very early content development, kind of like finding finding my legs on how this stuff was going to work. Um, I think that you would be hard pressed to find somebody that would argue that it is objectively better the way that it was before, but you will find people who are like grouchy that they can't make a more MP efficient buffing item outside of class. at the expense of a yeah. single clover outside of class, and like. You know what? That's okay. That's just another step towards the class differentiation that I want and you don't uh, as a player, which sucks, but, you know, sometimes I'm going to stick to my guns there. Code Ranger says, and this is a, this is a thing that's just, that's just true and it's just a problem with this video game. Even with standard restrictions and hardcore, I found it difficult to play KOL each day just due to the amount of time it takes to run through hundreds of adventures. It seems like adventure creep over the years has really dragged KOL away from the old idea of a coffee break game you can make meaningful progress in with only 15 to 30 minutes a day. Do you have any thoughts on how to address this? I really loved Slow and Steady because it cut down on the daily time commitment without feeling wasteful. Maybe another path like that in the future? I mean, the problem with that path is that it wasn't I mean, it was there for the people who wanted that experience. It still is there for the people who want that experience. But most people don't want that, right? It just wasn't very popular, which we didn't expect it to be. You know, it was meant to be a thing that was just there if you wanted it. And just I, I not feel like having you, to worry about you can make meaningful progress in 15 or 30 minutes, but you're not going to be competitive. Yeah, and I don't think that he cares <clears throat> necessarily. I, like, I, well, I don't know. I mean... <sighs> I guess, I don't know. I wonder if there are more places where we could use the, like, just burn 20 turns to just finish this option. Oh, like a single button. Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel like there are places where there's just not, where there are things that aren't fun? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't know what, if it is just a matter of, like, just do these fights, do these fights, do these fights, that seems like it's not, you know, it's just like tab, enter, tab, enter, tab, enter, right? Like, you're not Right. It's not going to take hours to run through all of that. I feel like I'll, so much of the time that you spend playing KOL is making Deciding sure... You, what to do next. Yeah, making sure you have the right buffs, you know, trying to, like, <clears throat> trying to optimize a bunch of stuff, even if you're not a, a hardcore spreadsheeter, you, you know, you feel like you're just wasting resources if you don't. You have this like plus items buff. What 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 else do I need to collect? That's an item. Where do I need to go do that? And just managing all of that and thinking about it is is a huge time sink. Right. Deus Ex Machina says, <clears throat> my friend Icy Elemental is not feeling well. Can you guys wish him a get well soon? Hey, get well yeah. soon, Icy Elemental. Yeah. Get well soon. Uh, Phil says, hi, Sim. A quick glance at the new cemetery has raised the question of what the current year is in the kingdom. I think the latest death I saw there in there was about the year 600. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, I needed to I needed a way to use our stupid Mad Lib template to make sure that the death year was always after the birth year and so I just like <laughs> did one random number random number to two random number number random number and then 2334 everyone potentially lives like 199 years. Uh, <laughs> I think And then a lot of people were killed in wars. Yeah. I, I just centuries the, after they died the, the wars are potentially from like the year 0001 to 2000 <laughs> um, so yeah a lot of time travel fatalities there it makes a lot of sense honestly like, god I really really liked when you were killed in a duel by a murderer yeah. <laughs> your assertion that either he wasn't a murderer or it wasn't a duel <laughs> man some of those are really good Oh, man. Um, let's see. Another person sort of talking about... Does that made it onto the uh, the toys section of Asymmetric? It hasn't. I've been thinking about a little overhaul of that. Okay. Because um, I like writing this. I also really want... I don't remember where it is, but I also really want to make our version of that just random recipe. Mm-hmm. Generator, because oh, yeah. that was, I mean, it's really just a, more of a ripoff than an homage, <laughs> but, uh, but it's pretty good. 
Um, let's see. Uh, uh, a boy X says, "Dear Jake Griffin, hot stuff. Why is it that Mister Alarm is the only person in the podcast who can consume wet stunt nut stew? Is it because Mister Alarm's digestive system is also palindromic and functions equally as well forward and backwards? And wet stunt nut stew must be consumed anally? Thanks for answering this super serious and pressing question. Love the show. Only person in the podcast. I don't. That is what he said. I don't think that's what he meant. Huh, it must have been. He must have meant the kingdom meant palindrome, or something. Yeah. Um." And yes, because his full name is Mr. Allen L. Anal Alarm, I think. <laughs> we, we determined that at some point in development and never actually, but that is a real thing. That was, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's in our Bible, um, our character Bible. It might just be Mr. Allen Anal Alarm. I, I don't remember how it worked. I, there, there had to be some little ministrations to get it to work, but, but yes. Hmm. <laughs> he tied his ass to a tree and walked off a mile. <laughs> <clears throat> Leafy Green says, I'm glad the June item of the month is not mayo-based. Mayo is the worst and it's very disgusting. Good work on both of them, though. Uh, if you have the power pill effect gift, can it replace all... Mm, no, it already does the thing that like you want. Uh, also, did you see Mad Max yet? The guitar guy is even yeah. better than he was in the trailer and it is a badass movie. Yes, we did it. Yeah. Yes, it was. Did you like yes, it? Yes, he is. Yeah. Stuff. I thought it was I, like it had been so hyped up that I was yeah. expecting yeah, I was worried, it to be amazing. It turned out it was it was good. The action was really it. fantastic. Um 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 um, man, we need to at some point do some longer KOL shows so that we can get through get through some the, of the questions. Of questions, yeah. Like it's just not. They come, or I need to just stop requesting questions. But then yeah. that's that requesting questions is the way to get questions about recent stuff. Yeah. Sure, yeah. we you could know? just. But you could just not request them for a couple of weeks. We could do sort of like some retrospective shows or something. Yeah, it's just they they pile up so much faster than we're ever going to read them. And I, like I miss a lot of ones that I really intend to read. Maybe you could add a you could add a feature could add that's like a just flags. Like flagging. I could add a prioritization feature, so it was yep. like I definitely want to get to this yep. that I could do that would that would float them to the top of the list. Yep. Actually, that that's way better. That is way better. So, what's your monomic yeah. for that? Um, let's see. Uh, implement my priority endowment interface. It's <laughs> good. Okay. My that's weak. Um, is M? Is there anything message. M? Okay, implement message priority endowment interface. Implement and interface are like are good. Yeah, because yeah, then it's that's just really MPE. Yeah. Um, Cap MK says currently the cheapest conspiracy island charter in the mall is priced at 127 million meat, making wow. it one of the expensive si- one of the most expensive items of the month. On top of that, there are only 12 in the mall, and four of them are set at effectively not for sale prices. All this less than one year after it came out. Jeez. I know you never do this sort of thing, but would you ever consider finding some way to bring more of them into the kingdom? No, 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 absolutely not. I mean that like just buy them when they are in Mister Store, and this won't happen. And also, we won't all have to start living in cardboard boxes we're not gonna have to start living in cardboard boxes but um let's see that's that's implying that there's not gonna be some sort of apocalypse that that's the best option we have oh oh right like the 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 weird nanobots that eat everything except cardboard yeah (laughs) man i'm gonna be so glad i've been hoarding all those cardboard boxes Let's see. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, I guess that's... If there's some sort of apocalypse that proves all the hoarders right, <laughs> <clears throat> people are going to have to eat their hats. <laughs> oh. Uh, Schlurp says, The speakeasy, and to a lesser extent the hot dog stand, requires a considerable effort for a clan to fully unlock its abilities. For some clans, due to inactive members or the infrequency of Twitch events, <laughs> or other reasons, fully unlocking all the abilities of the item they paid for is effectively impossible. The puzzle aspects of them have long since been solved. Would you consider implementing some means by which a clan could fully unlock all the options in it by contributing, say, a million meat or a thousand tattered scraps or something? Uh, I don't know. I mean... I mean huh. I... I can empathize with your feelings about this. 
Because I mean, I mean there are right? there are some that like it is extremely <clears throat> expensive to get a full, yeah. a fully unlocked version, and it is you know probably just inherently more expensive than anything reasonable that we could let you do. Yeah. So like as designers, we, we relish the idea of, of having some things be meaningful and rare. And I understand that that's not as an individual player, that's not necessarily, that doesn't always feel fun, but. And, and what people get, people get hung up on features of items of the month that are like that, that not everybody can get. And, I always need to remind them, and this is just never going to work. Like, the people who are swayed by this argument already agree with us. But, like, the alternative to there being a difficult-to-get rare thing attached attached to paid content is not the same thing, but everyone gets it. It's that it doesn't exist at all. So, like... Yeah. But that doesn't help you if you're upset because you don't have a thing, you know? And it's there are. I think for all of these things, there is some clan that will probably whitelist you to use it if if that's what you're concerned about. But I feel like that's probably not. It's it's the question of like I have this clan that I really like and I want it to be complete, and I can't do that because I don't have enough resources. And that is sad. Uh, Snot says, first off, thanks so much for the new path. Three runs down, and I'm still chuckling at some of these combinations. Good. Have you given any thought to toning down the annoying modifier just a bit? I know it's supposed to be annoying, but that one modifier has me questioning whether I want to stack them any higher than I already am. Adding almost any other gameplay-changing adjective makes it a nightmare. Yeah, no, I and I I did. Like, every time this, annoying... This is prior to the it, last change, maybe? Or the first change? Because uh, didn't you do it twice? Didn't you, like... No, I guess that... Yeah, this was a week ago. I think... This was sent in on May 26th, 2015. Huh. Um, yeah, no, and I feel like I did the annoying reduction on Monday, maybe? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Uh, oh, and he got a Mark Knopfler. That was lucky. Um, see, these rare things that not everybody gets to see. <laughs> in fact, really nobody. <laughs> nobody, nobody but me gets to see it. Well, you guys could. You have access to this script. That's true. You just don't look at it. And good, because I don't want you marking my shit Knopfler. Without me becoming aware of it, um, the the fact that you like add randomness into interface buttons is so awesome and endearing, like, <laughs> and also baffling, like, ev- like, because it makes you think, like, when somebody else comes in and starts using your tools, it makes them think they are going crazy, <laughs> right? Like, Chris. C.D. Moyer will very often, whenever the word public appears in one of our backend interfaces, will make it very, very occasionally say pubic instead of public, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, like, if we were making, like, enterprise-level software, we would have the same thing. <laughs> right, but it would have to be, like, a one in a billion chance yeah, it would or be something. Super, so that, like, super rare. Like, depending on the number of people that were using it, like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> So good. We need to talk to the Slack people about <laughs> embedding some craziness, crazy right. making stuff. Just like in every once in a while, Slackbot just sends you a PM that's just like, fuck you. <laughs> and then it disappears a few seconds later. There's just no, it's not in the archive and there's no sign of it. And that happens like, like, you know, every hour there is a one in a billion chance that it will happen. <laughs> he, he whispers you like Cthune in World of Warcraft. <laughs> yep. Your friends will turn against you. <laughs> Gordy says, with the monster modifiers actually making me pay attention to monster images and names slightly more. Oh, neat. A floating lich uh, made me think. What the hell was your idea of a lich when you first created the images of liches? <laughs> I know of no type of lich that is a cross between skulls and jellyfish. Or is lich actually a misspelling of itchel, a skull jellyfish creature I just made up a name for? <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that one. No, I mean, I think I just had it as like a skull with like sort of remnant ghostly tendrils coming off yeah. the back of it. Because aren't, aren't they like the... The sorcerers who yeah. tie up their essences and yeah, phylacteries like, like, and yeah, stuff. They're like wizards. Indeeds. So yeah. How do you how do you draw a lich that doesn't just look like a skeleton? I mean, the, I feel like the the 
Samwise Didier's conception of a lich and all of the stuff in Warcraft is like the oh, kind yeah, of yeah. top half of a skeleton and then the sort of floaty dress. Yeah. Like they don't have legs. They just have the weird mm. robes. Except the Lich King, who is just a knight in armor. which Yeah, weird armor that makes him look chubby and squat. It's weird. I never Maybe he's found a him very thick imposing. Lick. The Lich King. The Lich King. <laughs> the yeah, lick. It's like that Pokemon. He just has his, his tongue rolls up to fit inside that helmet. Uh, Transplanted Netwife says, Hello, Jick et al. It's been almost half a year since the move to the standard format for leaderboard qualifying runs. What are your thoughts slash reflections on how it has impacted your design space? Do you feel that it has accomplished the desired outcome in that regard? More importantly, are you happy? Thanks in advance for your thoughts and comments. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like three quarters of the items of the month this year just, I would not have felt like it was okay for them to exist hmm. previously. Like, this one would have been fine, and this is the one that everybody's pretty disappointed in. Actually, this one wouldn't have been fine. This was one of the actual, like, technical ones that we were holding back right. until we did this. Because um, we had that idea, and then we're like, well, Yeah, and we tried we it out it. in Heavy Rains, and people liked it. It wasn't super broken. It was more fun than Free Runaways, yeah. but we didn't want to introduce it as yet another thing that happened in addition to free runaways. Right. So, so yeah, even, even something that is not super overpowered the way that a lot of things have been like, yes, I, I am, I am still convinced that at least from our perspective as people who have to keep designing content for this, that it was the right thing to do. And, you know, I think people have gotten used to it. I don't know. You know, there, there hasn't been like any increase in the slope of the game's gradual decline in popularity that I've been aware of. Right. You know, I don't know. I I still think it was a good idea. Uh, You know what else is a good idea? Burritos. Sushi? Is there, are there burritos? Is there a place we can get a burrito? Probably go get some Mexican food, I think. Okay. You can get some tortillas and roll sushi up inside them. Oh, that's true. (laughs) What if we just took every rolled food and just made them, like, made them inside each other? Mm. Right? Like, a a sushi roll inside a burrito, inside a cannoli, inside a, you know, what else? What else is there? Pizzone. A (laughs) pizzone? A cal- calzones are not really rolled. Also, They're sort of like yeah, folded. I would not. I would not describe a pizzone as a category of food. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you, yeah, I guess I would. I don't know. <laughs> if you do every, if you just do every sort of like folded and or like pocket style food item, so like mm. you've got, oh, you got ra- ravi- raviolis and tacos yeah, right. and calzones sure. and stuff. I think ravioli and taco are in distinct categories from one another. Well, I, I know, but I'm saying like if you Maybe could include all of those things then you could do something really gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah like probably. I mean, that. well, it depends, right? <laughs> I mean, it depends if they were all made out of similar ingredients. I mean, I had goat cheese ice cream. Huh. Okay. A few days ago. How was it? They ran out of the green tea ice cream at the sushi restaurant where I get that green tea ice cream on top of green tea cheesecake dessert. Mm. Uh, and they were like, this might be weird, but it was goat cheese ice cream and it was like real cheesy but real good Hmm. huh yeah it like tasted like cheese in a way that the cheesecake did not (laughs) okay Okay. yeah which is weird right anyway that's my goat cheese ice cream story make a hamburger out of farts (laughs) good night have a great week everybody